So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What's up, everybody? Uh, we're back for another podcast, another edition. This is our post Navy. Don't don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Podcast. What's up, Archie? Not much. A lot of people said, uh, you know, it's kind of a rough time for us right now. A lot of people probably aren't expecting us to be back podcasting, but uh, we're here. That's all that really matters. Yeah, and we're doing it in solidarity, really, with the rest of the team. That was a tough loss yesterday. And we'll get into it. Uh, but first and foremost, we kind of wanted to talk. We got a lot of super sick submissions yesterday. Uh, we got pictures, videos of uh, some pretty cool alumni doing stuff, people flying jets, uh, people watching the game, all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. And then we got General Goldfine and uh, General Goodwin and General Silveria. All took a picture with the flag, and then for whatever reason, we had people complaining—not complaining, but saying like they were shocked that they took a picture with a flag that says "Fast Knee Below Average" on it. And we had a couple things to say about that. We, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I think um, obviously both of us were kind of like we don't really care. It's a free forum, you know. We put stuff out there, and we expect people to speak their opinion on it. And a lot of times we like that because that's how we, we get better as a, as a brand, as a group, as an alumni group. Um, but I guess we just wanted to kind of clear the air and let people know what we're really about. I think 99% of our listeners and our followers kind of know what our mindset is, but the, for the few of the people out there that may not first and foremost, nothing we do or say is, um, in any negative light towards the Academy. Uh, we're both very proud alumni, uh, and the biggest reason we wanted to start it was to have an alumni group that uh, we thought wasn't really there, uh, something that we could all kind of latch onto and um, kind of come together as recent alums and even the old alums um, to just kind of build solidarity in that sense. And I think the name. But that being said, but that being said, we are pro cadet first and foremost, right. and pro graduate yeah. first and foremost. Absolutely. So if there's some nonsense out there, we're going to call it out. We're not saying that like we're. The, we're in the academy's back pocket or anything like that. We're just saying that we're not going to do anything. We're not the Sea Springs Gazette. We're not looking to write hit pieces or like do anything that'll tear the academy down. No, not at all. I was just saying the name Fast Neat Below Average is just kind of something when we were kind of figuring out a name to start it with, we thought was kind of comical because the whole Fast Neat Average friendly good good is a motto that really only academy grads know and the fast neat below average is just kind of a, a satire kind of knock on it in a funny way where it's like you know what we went to the academy we weren't 4.0 students that uh were eagle scouts and distinguished graduates but 
you know, there's a group of us there that still are very proud to come from the academy. Uh, we made it through uh, with respectable, ma- like in a respectable way, but we just weren't like this quintessential cadet that everybody saw in the limelight there, uh, like we see on the commercials and things like that. <clears throat> yeah, and I think like even if you do talk to most generals out there, I mean, sure you have some superstars like General Johnson, who was the Rhodes Scholar and the All American basketball player and all that stuff. But yeah, even if you, I think most generals will even admit it that they were not the maybe the best cadet for whatever reason, whether it was like academics or their military stuff. So that's our biggest point. We weren't saying like nothing is like supposed to be. Like, we're not supposed to be excluding anybody in terms of who is able to find our content funny and who's able to, to hop on board. So that means generals, you're invited. If you guys want stuff, like, buy it or let us know or whatever. So that's so all we really wanted to say about that is, like, I don't know. We, we weren't trying to, like, sneak up on anybody and or try and make a general look bad or try and make it look like they are condoning being below average or, or not up to snuff and standards and that kind of thing. So that's all we really want to say about that. Let's talk. Well, actually, there's two elephants in the room that are – based around football. Let's just talk the first one. Let's do a little football recap and just talk about the game. Um, Arch, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming everyone listening has either watched or heard the result of the game. It was a heartbreaker. It was an awesome game through and through. Yeah. Um, we talked a lot about it off air, kind of what we what our thoughts were. And I'll, I'm not going to belabor it. I'll keep it kind of short. But honestly, the few big things that I have are um, I was very – impressed and happy with our offensive play uh we had a few turnovers uh maybe one or two more than i would have liked to see but that's expected against another service academy when you're running the triple option um but you can't expect a team to put up 40 plus points and uh lose against another service academy where we kind of predicted that it might be a little bit of a defensive battle um so really it comes down to the defense uh i think the defense needed to make plays on the first hit um there were a few crucial drives where we would have a dude wrapped up for a second in the backfield which what looked which what looked like it would be about a five-yard loss and it turned into like a 20-yard gain for him and that kind of momentum just killed us i mean their quarterback ab uh, credit where credit's due he was a monster he looked like a fullback honestly playing quarterback and i don't know if it was a combination of bad tackling procedures on our end and his just ability to put his head down and get a few extra yards but he was dragging us for like three or four extra yards on every play so um i mean it was an awesome game we're a young team i'm not too worried uh for the future it obviously sucks losing to navy uh but at the end of the day I'm, I'm proud of how the guys played especially how the offense played yeah i mean i think everybody's kind of realized for the last few weeks i've been very vocal about how i'm i they like bring me right to the edge of calling for heads actually you saw yesterday i had i filled myself up with a few uh with a few bud lattes during the first half and i wrote out like three pages worth of notes on my phone just like calling for heads saying how it's an embar- I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to put any ideas in anybody's head but um, and then they just have this lovable way the Falcons do of just bringing you right back into the fold so I think the biggest thing was how we talked about it in the emergency podcast straight up we just don't know how to win right now we don't know how to put together a full game plan and execute it um, whose fault is it I don't think it's anybody's fault necessarily um, I think the coaching staff could be maybe isn't suited to, for having a young team it's been a while since we've had a team this young um, but Ronald Cleveland 
played a great game. He had a little bit of a, not necessarily an injury, but it looks like he took a couple hard hits towards the end. He played a great game. Uh, Worthman played a great game. I love the trick play calling. But at the end of the day, it's that it's not one play and it's not one position that's going to make us lose a game like that. Um, and you can, there are certain things that you can point to. Like, yes, you can point to some of the, the failed tackling to wrap up. Well, early on, that's an issue. But then what was happening was we had, what, two turnovers and we had two situations where Navy got great field positioning. And so that's going to create a problem for the defense. If they just stay on the field the whole time, yeah, obviously they're not going to have the same stamina and they're not going to be able to keep it up. So I don't necessarily even think that's a conditioning issue. I mean, uh, everything just kind of plays off of each other. We had that early one where uh, Worthman got the ball knocked loose, and that was the left the left tackle blew his blocking assignment. Okay, that was fine. So then we put the uh, then we put the defense right back on the field, and then they let up some points. And then from there we have like bad special teams play. So it all just, it's all related. It's all interconnected and it's tough with triple option football. Um, I think that I, I don't think that Navy is a more talented team than us. I think that they have a little bit more experience and a little bit more leadership. So I think that my biggest recommendation, and I know it's tough when you have um, a lot of younger guys is someone, and it doesn't need to be like getting into the locker room and, and yelling, but it needs to be like stepping up. And, you know, I think back to, the players that I watched during my time at the Academy and the players that, um, you know, I'm used to in the big leadership positions. And I'm just like, I didn't see anybody step up and have that role like an Alex means or like a Brian Lindsay or like a Nick Fitzgerald or anything like that. And I think that that's what we need to, especially going into the army game. Um, I think that's going to be really important. So, uh, what do we need to change for Army? I, I don't know. I think it's got to come out hot. I think we need confidence and, and really leadership because that's what it comes down to. Like you said, absolutely hats off to Navy. Um, I think they proved their worth. Like I said, I didn't think that they've played a lot of great teams this far, but being able to um, stay headstrong and mount that really late, late hurry-up offense comeback was it was just flat-out good, and that's all I have to say about that. So. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I, that's actually something I really haven't thought of. And it might just because, be because we're more separated from the academy year after year. But I don't know that we have that defensive leader out there that we've had in the past. Like, I don't know that there's that one name out there that's kind of leading the guys to victory. So, yeah, it's just something to think about. Yeah, I mean, we. I think Grant Ross is a leader on in terms of his play. Uh, I think he's a great defensive player, but I think yeah, maybe he does need to step up and be vocal. That's not really a place for me to speak on or either of us to speak on to say how the dynamic should be. But I think it was a little bit evident on the field that there needs to be leadership on both sides of the ball. Someone who's going to step up and say, guys. Let's do this. Let's and and you could tell also because when we were leading, even though we weren't able to stop them very late, um, we had a few critical stops that led us to getting up on Navy, <clears throat> and the defense was fired up then. If it really came down to two plays, like that that scoring touchdown, and that was just like a soft blocking or soft coverage assignment um, on that touchdown pass, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you can't have everybody locked down the whole time, but that was ultimately what. Um, what allowed them to score so yeah yeah but great game all around uh let's let's just move on <clears throat> let's move on and get ready um as you said as we both said a lot um earlier this season we would love to see air force win every single game we would love to come out and try and be national championship contenders but um you know we have to be realistic and at this point i don't even know that we will be bowl eligible even if we do win out i'm sure maybe we can get something but now the point is we have to beat Army. Absolutely. And that's going to bring up the next point um, that we have. Does Army and Navy still play for second? 
Do you want to go in on that first? Yeah. Um, I actually saw somebody, I forget where it was. They were like, Oh, does F and B have to change their motto now? And, um, I think it's very easy because obviously if we're talking about army and Navy, army, Navy and air force, you know, competition, the first thing people are going to think about is football. Uh, but it is more encompassing than just football. Uh, I know we talked about our water polo team, I think beat Navy the other day. Um, Yep, 10-7, yep. boxing. Boxing, they went like 7-1 and one against Navy. Uh, we still are up 20. Uh, we Like we kind of posted earlier, we have 20 of the Commander-in-Chief's trophies. Navy has 15. Uh, Army has like 6. So it's not really making excuses, yeah. but the point is that I think oftentimes Air Force is kind of the forgotten service academy. Uh, people always say Army and Navy, that's America's game. And, you know, they have the history, so maybe that's true, and maybe they kind of deserve that title. Uh, but I don't think – I think the fact that historically we have been the better team, um, you know, there's going to be wins and losses throughout – uh, the years as it kind of goes on. Uh, but overall air force is kind of always the top dog in sporting events. Um, and that's kind of what we wanted to get across with our, our mantra. And it's not just football related. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're going to be every year we play, um, the, the baseball tournament where we have three game, not tournament, but it's the a series against Navy, uh, in North Carolina to kick off the season. Really? Uh, we're going to beat Navy in that we've already beat Navy or we've already beat army in soccer. We play Army this year in basketball and Army in hockey. Um, and when it all boils down to it, we truly are the best academy. And, and I stand by that fully. Um, that being said, we also, this is not the end uh, for the Commander in Chiefs trophy. No. We can still hold on to it. So I think that that's an important point as well. Uh, the scenario for that to play out for us to hold on to it would be we have to beat Army, and now Army is going to have to beat Navy. So uh, we have to come out, crush Army, and then we're going to have to have – we're going to just become, I guess, huge Army fans. Army West that. Point. So December 12th or whatever whatever day that game is, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be wearing necessarily the big Army A or put on any black and gold, but we're definitely going to be pulling for that. So, um, yeah, we can still do it. The the I, just, I can't. I hate giving up the Commander Chiefs trophy. Like we hold it all the time and I just, I don't want to give it up. Yeah. So. Neither do I. Um, yeah. So that's everything we got for the weekend. Uh, on that, let's just move on. Let's lighten it up. Let's, let's lighten it up a little we, bit. Yeah. All right. We had a bummer podcast last week, so we're going <laughs> to, we actually have to be happier this week, right? Yeah. I'll do my best. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk soups list. Soups list of excuses to get out of doing something. So, I don't mean like doing something to where you're like a scumbag, like, oh, we're going to go volunteer at like a nursing home this weekend. <laughs> Let me get out of it. Although I would maybe get out. Of it, so. <laughs> but what we're actually talking about is uh, just the stupid stuff where it's like some, you're like a sophomore and some firstie just wants to impress like the AOC and is like, Hey guys, we're going to do this to the star this weekend. So uh, we need everybody to come help out with that. If it's a blue weekend and, like, and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah, that's just awful. So, gotta always have excuses for that. You gotta have something ready to go. So, uh, I'll go first. I've been letting you go first all episode on everything. Yeah, you go first. So, first, all right, I'll go first. So, the first one, my favorite, uh, gotta go to practice. And this one is especially funny if you're not an IC or if you're not in season, just be like, hey man, uh, can you do me a favor and just like spend your whole weekend painting a quote by like, Lieutenant General John M. Schofield outside of your room, and then you just go, "Yeah, man, I would," but like I gotta go to practice. And they're like, 
but it's Sunday. You don't have practice. And you're just like, yep, see ya. You just walk away. <laughs> so, wait, so, so just to confirm, one. you're saying that's even better if you don't have practice to go to? Yeah, it's hilarious. Because it's like, or if they're like, oh, that guy's a football player and you're doing it in like, like February. Well, it's kind of one of those something. things where if you just like fake it till you make it and people are like, I don't really know what sport he plays, but he's always at practice. So he must do something. Yeah. That is like, that is a funny thing where I, you can't even knock them like the, uh, the sophomores who will claim that they have practice all the time. And it's like, you quit last week got, <laughs> or the kids who even got cut. It's like, they got cut and they're like, well, yeah, but I'm still like a player coach kind of thing. And then they just like fade <laughs> off. And like, All right, whatever. I guess that guy can't sit seeking. If you do that for like the first three weeks of each semester, you're pretty much set for the rest of the time. Yeah. And then the other, the, I guess the other tip I would have is, Make sure you're walking around exclusively in Falcon Nike gear. Yep, with a Gatorade drink water bottle. Your Gatorade. Yeah, <laughs> drink out of your Gatorade water bottle. You get caught drinking out of a Nalgene and or a Camelback water bottle. You'll be you'll be hiking up to Eagles Peak at five a.m. on Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that's the first tip. So that's that's the first one. If you're get if you get told to do something, just say, "Yeah, I got to go to practice." I'm like, "What sport do you play?" And you just go, "All right, man, I'll see you later." <laughs> uh, second one, I have EI. Classic. Um, you know, you can never be faulted. Uh, the GPA is, is an important one. Of course, everybody goes to uh, to become leaders of character, uh, motivated to serve in the United States Air Force, but got to keep those grades in check. Yep. So even if it's like lesson one or school hasn't even started yet, it's like a dead week. And they're like, hey, man, uh, yeah, we need help with the freshmen. Like, oh, what are you going to do with them? Like, we're going to give him a bath or something like, Oh no. Nope. Yeah. You gotta, like, you, school hasn't started yet. Like, you gotta dive into that syllabus early. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was a little confused on, on what they meant by homework. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Gotta go ahead and get up there for that one. Yeah. And then the last one, the Holy grail, the quintessential form 18, uh, the perennial excuse is just, it's one of those, it's, it's one of those cards. It's like the invisibility cloak from Harry Potter. Like, you have a form 18, you get out of anything. And it's almost like one of those things where if you're doing something that you're allowed to do because you have a form 18 and you know that someone's going to call you out on it, like you can just start licking your lips right then. Like you're wearing PC, you're walking around <laughs> because you have like a form 18 or something. And you just know that someone's going to be like, Hey cadet. If you, or if it's like a permanent party or if you're like a freshman in an upper class, it's like, Hey dually, get over here. And you just be like, Oh, what's that? Dab. Here's my form. 18. You know what the best thing about the form 18 is? I honestly don't think I've ever seen a physical copy of one. Like all you have to do is take a scratch piece of paper and write, do not knock form 18 or do not Amy form 18 and just put it on your, uh, underneath your name tags and nobody will even mess with you. I don't even know yeah. if it's a real thing. Although I will say, I will say by the time senior year rolls around, if you're, if in some, some of my boys out there will know what I'm talking about. Uh, and girls, like not, not a sexist way so, of saying, uh, the, <laughs> the people who go multi-pages, that, that's a bad look when you're, when you put a multi-page form 18 on your door club. Oh yeah. You're asking for it at that like point. A, yeah. It's looking like a copy of the CSB. <laughs> and it's like, all right, all right, what's going on with this guy? Yeah. We actually got one and we, we didn't, no, we did post it. Uh, it was pretty funny. This dude, no joke, d- didn't take a month off. 
and I loved the spirit of it. It was like, and that's the one thing. So I will say is like, people could be like, Oh, you're judging him. Like what if he had like a serious medical condition? Yeah. The, the telltale sign is the one day. If you're on form 18 for one or two <laughs> days, uh, and you do that, like five, it was no joke, like five or six months in a row. And so I'm like, that is flat out. Impressive. Yeah. It's respectable. Like, <laughs> that's the person who like gets a little overwhelmed and they're just like, I can't handle this. I'm making an appointment. And so, Oh man. Yeah. Funny stuff. So those are the excuses guys. Uh, use them in good health. Chances are you already use them. And that's not anything new. So what do you got? All right. So my three that I came up with, this is a classic one. doesn't even have to be around when uh, like Christmas break is and stuff, but you just tell them you're uh, picking up a friend from the airport. Yep. So it builds in at least three hours of time because they don't know if it's the Springs airport or, or uh, Denver. And you're kind of like, they, no one can fault you because a lot of people think like, Oh, that sucks. You need to drive. Uh, but yeah. you know, you're being a good guy at the same time. So no one's going to be like, Oh, he's always, he's getting out of it to go pick up somebody from the airport. Like they see it as a bad thing. So it, it makes you look good at the same time. Yeah. The big thing about that is then it's, I mean, it's almost like lying to a significant other. You can't just, you got to go stealth mode then. Oh yeah. Like you can't be like a, you can't be like asleep in your room and you can't be like on Snapchat. Like, yeah, what up? <laughs> yeah. Be out here. Where it haps. Like, Make sure you turn off yeah. that, uh, location thing on the Snapchat. So nobody's checking you out. Um, yeah. my second one is kind of similar to one of yours is you just say you got a group project. Then you could be anywhere. You could go hang out in the library, go hang out in a hall. You could go hang out, um, in one of those other buildings named after somebody and school kind of trumps all, like you said, GPA matters most. So got a school, you got a group project, yeah. you got a group project, nothing they can do about it. Hey, my other group mates could yeah. meet up, uh, Monday through Saturday. They can only meet up Sunday at 9am. So sorry. Yeah. And refer to them as your wingmen too. Yes. That, that's like a nice little touch. Be like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. My wingmen. Yeah. Sorry. I'm looking out for my wingmen. Actually, you could probably even just get away with it. Not even say group project. Just be like, yeah, my wingmen need me. Maybe say no more. Say no, say no more. Yeah. My final one, uh, all else fails. <laughs> just lock your door and don't answer. It's classic technique. Ooh. You deadbolt, you do a little quick lock. Hopefully you're, you don't have a roommate at this time. And then you just have to commit to the game. People are going to be knocking. You look through the peephole and then you just kind of fade away. Just keep in mind, um, for most of us, this is no big transition, but you will be peeing in the sink and make sure your fridge is stocked up with milk, V8 splash and Choco tacos. Also make yeah. sure you put headphones in if you're watching Netflix, cause you don't want people to be hearing like a movie going on. And actually that's maybe just a good rule of thumb anyways, like always have headphones in when you're in your room. So that way maybe you won't hear them anyways and uh, then you can just like not feel guilty. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, that kind of like covers both of your, both your aspects there. Yeah. And then also if you don't have any food and you're facing the Tizo, just like open your window and yell out for Dooley's to go throw you some zebra cakes and then you'll write them like a 341. Yeah. Like a good one. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get you far in life. So I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a good idea. All right. All right. Uh, you got one more. No, that's it. That was all three. 
Oh, that was all three. Oh, all right. Lost Thanks for listening. All right, cool. So that's, yeah, that's Soup's list uh, of excuses to get out of doing something. So use all of those in good health. That's a good one. Uh, let's go into CSP rule change. So as you guys know, we think that the CSP is a really, really long document. Um, it's got a lot of good stuff in there. Help you become a great cadet, great officer, whatever. Uh, but sometimes we just think that we can maybe do it better. So this week, uh, we're talking about the honor code. So... Let's let's go ahead and just dive into it. The hot topic. We think that maybe living under the honor code can be a little tough for some people, and there's a lot of gray area and things that people just don't want to deal with. Going to an honor board is rough. You have the potential of getting kicked out as a senior. I mean, everybody has all the horror stories. Most of them probably aren't true, but whatever, um, about like buddies getting screwed over by the honor code. But what we're going to say is the idea that we have to change the rules is you can actually opt out of the honor code. So you don't take the honor of, but if you do that, then your OPA. So like your, your GPA, your MPA and your PEA all have to take one full point hit. So right out of the gate, you're starting off with a 3.0 like across <laughs> the board. So let's say you get a 3.0 in let's like, let's say you get a 3.0 in as your GPA, then you go down to a 2.0. Yeah. And so that kind of everything thing. else still applies. So, so like academic probation is 2.0 and below everything else is normal. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea of that is that you're allowed to cheat. Like you can cheat as much as you want. You can get other people to write your papers. You can use Wolfram alpha on your, uh, math stuff. You can like literally just use stuff and not document it. But even if you get a hundred, then you automatically go down to like what a 90 or whatever it goes down to a, a 3.0 is. So, and that fits for everything. So that's lying, stealing and cheating. So it's, and so some other stuff. So like for your MPA, like you're, you can basically just, I guess, lie to your like AOC and be like, Oh yeah, I did all this. And they're like, Oh, that's a really good deal. I took, we'll the, I took the dualies get, to hike a 14 or last weekend. They're like, uh, last weekend was Christmas break. Like, well, I still did it. Yeah. Yeah, or for the classic winter AFT, like you go inside and you run like three laps instead of the, what is it, 10 laps or 13 laps or something like that you need to run? I think it's 13. You you run like three. Yeah, you run like three and you stop and they're like, oh, wow, (laughs) did you finish your AFT? It's like, yeah, I ran all of them. They're like, no, you didn't. You're like, yeah, I did. And then they're like, okay, well, that's the fastest time in cadet history and you don't look like you could run that fast. You're like, well, whatever. And then you just get stuck with whatever that is, like a, I guess it's out of 500, so maybe down to... I don't know. Whatever that's a lot of math. 3.0. My question is, yeah, would, the, so would okay. the committers to the honor code and the non-committers be like marked in any certain way other than the non-committers wearing uh, Air Force Nike gear and holding Gatorade water bottles? Would they be marked in any other way? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like on your record. And so I but was like, would you have to wear like, like a hat or something? So like people know. Um, how about this? We'll say Maybe like, like a certain badge you wear. Well, you're asking for like the scarlet letter. Kind or like of X's on your hands, like straight know. edge kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. X's on your hands. Like you're not, you're not in the honorable club. Yeah. <laughs> you're not allowed in there. Yeah. But the, the funny thing that I was thinking about too, is like how it would change the dynamic. And we were talking about it, how it would change the dynamic of everything. Like group projects, like you have three kids who do commit to the honor code and one kid who doesn't and they just like sit him down they're like all right man like we can't cheat yeah but uh <laughs> guess what man we're gonna have you 
go ahead and pay your buddy who goes to Stanford to do all these equations for us. And, uh, <laughs> and then we're just, we're not even going to ask where you got them from. I also, and all of a sudden those kids get hooked up. I also think it would be like this crazy society switch where like the, the honorable committed kids would be walking into Mitch's and it'd almost be like Hogwarts where they're like Gryffindor and it'd be like this group of kids yeah. at another table. And they're like, and the new kids are like, what are those? And they're like, Oh, those are the honor non-committers. And they're all just like over there looking all schemey and like, they have no idea, you know, kind of just like looking like villains. Yeah. I think it'd and, be very interesting. And then you'd have like the AOCs who are like, who either are like, Ooh, that kid's a non-committer. Like I'm not, I'm giving him a bad MPA. But then you have the ones who are chill. It's like, yeah, yeah you have AOCs that are non-committers themselves. And they're like, yeah. But at the same time, like it just goes back to it. I think what you're doing is you're just kind of rolling the dice. Like it doesn't necessarily mean, mean that you're like good or bad. It's just that you think you could do, it comes down to, do you think you can make up for that entire GPA point by lying, stealing and cheating? I honestly, I think it's a tough decision to make. I mean, as a, as a guy who like by no means coasted through the Academy, like, you know, had very struggled at times hard. I'm thinking like, all right, if I fully could have cheated and just done whatever I want, would my grade really have changed that much? I don't think it would have because it takes a lot of effort. Like it's not like you just find a, essay online and it just works so i think it's an interesting concept yeah. and feel free to, to put it into effect see what happens i'm sure it'd go over great yeah so just just go ahead and document us though <laughs> if you're going to put it into effect that is if you're if you opt in yeah and, it, so and then you also need to change the uh, honor honor the uh what is it the ramp that goes up to the uh, the honor code ramp what is it yeah it would just be like we and then in parentheses that commit to the honor code will not lie, steal or cheat or tolerate those among us who does. So, yeah. But, but if you didn't opt in, you're good. Right. That's why you have to put that clause in there or just little asterisks and then put a little thing below with like tiny lettering that nobody can read. And then at the very end, we'll just put like, uh, army Navy play for second, uh, love Archie and commission. Yeah. Cause it's ours at fast, neat, below average. Yeah. yeah, but, but by no means does yeah. below average mean that we think poorly of the academy and those who go to it. Sorry, I, we need to re- we need to remember really to do long that long. Um, every time we kind of say yeah. our name. Yep, perfect. Okay, um, so that was good. That was CSP rule change. Really, just making a big difference in the wing today. So let's talk cadet consent disenroll. So this week we decided to do something a little bit different. Uh, we're stepping out of the academy. It is. I know that a lot of people, I'm sure, had a really bad hangover this morning based on the submissions we got yesterday of people having fun enjoying the, uh, the Air Force-Navy game. And then on top of that, it's a, th- it's a three-day weekend, four-day weekend for some people, I'm sure. I don't know if anybody got like a family day today or, any- or on Thursday or anything like that, but it, it is a long weekend. So you guys might be having a little bit of fun. Uh, maybe you went out, partied a little too hard, and you have a hangover. So we're talking hangover drinks. Uh, cadet consent disenroll. Everybody knows the rules. It is cadet, the long-term one. Uh, consent is a one-time thing, and disenroll is something you get rid of. Similar to the game, MFK, marry, F, kill. So I will go first. The ones that I'm going to give you are going to be alcoholic. So they're just classic, nothing crazy. Uh it's going to be mimosas, beer, and Bloody Mary's consent, could consent, disenroll, and let me know why. All right. What's your personal preference? Well, I'm going to get this one just out of the way immediately. Um, disenroll, Bloody Mary, all day, every day, and I know I think we're probably going to disagree on this one, but yeah. Bloody Mary's, 
you know, to be honest, I don't think I've ever even had one. But the fact that there's tomato juice, which is a vegetable, which I try to avoid at all costs anyway, mixing in with, is it vodka typically? And then people try and make it like cool by putting bacon in it and like slices of pizza. I don't know what they do, but I don't, I don't want to touch vegetables as it is. So when I'm hungover, the last thing I want to do is ingest any type of vegetable. So Bloody Mary's out the window. Well, the only issue that I have with that is like, I I'm kind of with you on that. I typically don't like like tomato juice and stuff, but with a bloody Mary, it's what you're doing is appealing to your, to the mental thing. Like, you know, even if you don't eat vegetables, you know that they're good for you. So you feel as if you're doing something good for yourself by, by having that, even though all you're doing is just having more. So it's kind of like cleansing your, cleansing your sins from the night before. Yeah. And then at the same time, if you're having V8 juice and not just tomato juice, like a lot of, a lot of the mixes, yeah, are just tomato juice with like spices, but some of them are actually full on vegetable juice. You actually are getting some of those vitamins back, but then I guess you're just taking them out with alcohol. So you're just kind of canceling. Out. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. Well, All right, go we'll on. work backwards here. So we went from disenroll. Now I'll go to my consent. Uh, I'm going to consent to the mimosa. Um, this was kind of tough to decide between mimosa and beer. I love mimosas in the morning. Um, you can be the funny guy who fills your champagne glass all the way up with champagne and then puts like an eyedropper of orange juice in there and showing like uh, the perfect ratio in a mimosa. Um, it's yeah. great for Snapchat. Everybody everybody, yeah. Account. Everybody gets a laugh out of that. Um, yeah, never gets, a laugh. I'm a big orange juice guy and a mimosa buzz is something that's kind of different. It kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. So I like it. It's not, I don't like it all the time, but, but I like it. The only thing that I don't like about mimosas at all. And I guess champagne in general is that, uh, I get really bad, like heartburn <laughs> in the morning after like drinking. So I think that what they could do is if they tums it up, like let's, let's bring that acidity, like a little, a little bit down yeah. and bring the pH level. Balance up. that pH. So if they were to just, if they give you like, here's what I would need is like, uh, if they mixed up like tums into like a little paste and let you rip it as a shot, so you give me like a mimosa and then a shot of like tums juice, or they probably have so, like I would be, they probably have like orange flavored tums you can just mix in there and then it's kind of you know just seamless. Actually, yeah. Okay, so that's what we're doing now. Actually, if you guys could not take that idea, please. If you decided to opt in for the honor, for the honor code, um, yeah, then you're on the hook and you can't steal our yep. idea because that's ours. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm going to cadate beer. Um, you wake up at 8 a.m. You wake up at 2 p.m. Depending on how hard you went and when you went to bed, uh, beer is always going to be good. Uh, it might be kind of a struggle for that first half, but after you get one or two down. It's like you never left. You just kind of keep the party going. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different options yeah. when it comes to beer, depending on what time of year it is and how you're feeling. Uh, you just can't go wrong. So Kadate all day, it's, every day. It's pumpkin season right now. So I think those, that's like a good brunch drink. Especially if you go to one of those, like I'm like a big pumpkin guy, so you go to a, a brunch spot and it's like super pumpkin heavy. You get like a pumpkin beer and then you have like pumpkin pancakes and then like... <laughs> pumpkin sausage yeah that's interesting it's a lot of pumpkin i don't know i was going with that all right you ready for yours yeah yeah let's hear all right mine's kind of a mix um you may not even even have had all of these but just kind of visualize for me all right could they consent disenroll your three options number one 
is the breakfast shot. Do you know what I'm talking about? I showed you the breakfast shot. Not even kidding. Well, then I guess you know what I'm talking about. So we have the breakfast <laughs> shot. Because I was at the, I was, yeah, I was in uh, Denver and I went to, well, I'll tell him. I'll tell him in a second. Go ahead. All right. And then uh, the next one is canned Gatorade and vodka. Ooh, the classic okay. mix. And then the third one is just chocolate milk. Okay. Right off the bat, we are going to go. Uh, oh, this is an easy one, man. Uh, actually, no, shit, it's not. It's really hard. Okay. So, first of all, I'm going to have to say. Uh, I'm going to cadate the, the canned Gatorade and vodka, and here's why. There's something about the can that it's more appealing to drink, but not as easy to drink, so you take it a little slower. Like, you know when you're dehydrated and sick, they tell you you need to sip your fluids, yeah. not, like, chug them? Well, when I'm, like, dying and I need a hangover drink, I'm chugging a Gatorade. <laughs> I, like, I can inhale Gatorade if I'm, if I'm like... <laughs> feeling really bad um and then you throw a little vodka in there and it's like one of those things where you wake up feeling awful you throw back one of those and it's like nothing ever yeah like your your brain just got neutralized like you're good to go with a vodka and then you get a little hydration state you feel like you could you feel like you could run the falcon 50 at that point oh yeah and then and then after that run straight through like a brick wall run through the honor obelisk (laughs) um so that's that's what I'm gonna do for Kadate. Um consent, the breakfast shot. Yeah, so I was like actually I think no, it was at nighttime I went, but it was oh, it was on my twenty first birthday. I went up to Denver and I went to the Mellow Mushroom and this girl, the bartender there, it was right after the uh NHL lockout. And so I'm a big Washington Capitals fan and it was the first game back. And so we sit down and it was my twenty first birthday, so uh, my now wife, we were dating back then and she was there and with, and then it was my buddy also. And we were like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We are going to take a shot for every single time a goal is scored. And we're going to take a good shot when the Capitals score. And I think we were playing like, uh, the Rangers or something like that. We're gonna take a bad shot whenever the Rangers score. Cause they had like all these infused vodkas of like jalapenos and stuff. And so one of our good shots was, uh, and so our thought process was, well, hockey games usually end in three, nothing. So that's three shots over the course of three hours. That's fine. Whatever. So one of those good shots that we took was a breakfast shot. And yeah, what it is, is half, um, butterscotch schnapps, half Jameson, and then you back it and then you shoot that. And then you follow it up with orange juice and it tastes in your mouth, just like, like sausage, orange juice and maple syrup, pancakes and all that stuff. But the moral of that story is the game did not end three to nothing. It ended five to four. So we took nine shots and we're drinking beer the whole time. And then my wife did not participate in that. And for my 21st birthday, she essentially ended up babysitting me. (laughs) And I guess I woke up at like two o'clock in the morning with a frozen hot pocket on my chest. So that was good. So (laughs) that's what I'm doing with uh, consent. And then disenroll. Here's why it was tough because I love the idea of chocolate milk. Like, protein like a drink some sugar like all that stuff i'm like man that would make me feel so much better but if i'm hungover i'm usually reaching for more booze so yeah that's strictly the only reason why but that was a curveball that i really really liked <laughs> so maybe if you gave me like uh, if there's such thing as like i know there's chocolate martinis maybe if we had a chocolate milk martini i'd be all in on that so good job on good job by you yeah a little, little so, yeah put your mind a little mental pretzel for you yeah, I did like that. So that was Canadian Consent Disenroll. That's a fan favorite. It's one of our favorites. 
Uh, let's move on. We're going to finish it up right before minutes. We're going to do spoken like a true cadet. Um, as always, we pick out phrases that cadets love to say that are just usually ridiculous or comical in some way. So for mine this week, I have in my experience, this is one of my favorite things to hear cadets say because it's such a ridiculous phrase. And especially if you're like a prior and you're like a prior freshman and then you have some kid who was a direct entry who's like a sophomore, it's like you're 22 and this sophomore is just turned 19 and you've actually done like a deployment and they're saying in their experience, this is how stuff is going to be when you're on active duty. And it's just like the most ridiculous thing ever. And even, I mean, even as a preppy having kids who were younger than me telling me this kind of stuff, I'm just like, dude, what experience do you have? You did like recognition and that's it. (laughs) And that's all you recognition and CST. So if those are your two things that you have over me, whatever, a lot of experience. Yeah. Weird. All right. Mine is, uh, it's one of those things where you're, if you're in a class where there's a lot of participation points, everybody hates that. But um, basically, let's for for example, Kamish raises his hand. He says, "You know what? I really disagree with the author of that article said because of this, that, and the other thing." And the teacher's like, "Wow, it's a really good point, Kamish. Thanks for uh, thanks for contributing." And then in the back of my, and I'd be like, "Also." Also, that's weird that you call me commish. That's not my name. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, C4C commish. Um, and then in the back of my mind, yeah, thank you. I'm like, oh, I haven't, I haven't talked in this class in like three weeks. I need to kind of pipe up here. So I raise my hand. And they're like, oh, Archie, what do you have to say? And I go, you know what? To piggyback off of what commish said, and I just repeat the exact same thing he said. And then just by saying to, yeah. to piggyback off of, the teacher automatically thinks like, oh, he's making different points. And then they, they yeah. kind of get lost in what you were saying. And then and they're like, oh, thank you, Archie. That was a very good contribution. And they mark down that you, you contributed in class. And there you go. You got your 10% participation points for the semester. Yeah. That's usually the same guy who, who likes to raise his hand and ask like a rhetorical question to the teacher. Like, okay, he brought up this point, but is that really true? And then you just wait. <laughs> on it. And then they'll go, well, great question. Or they'll, that's the other person who... Uh, Oh, I can't even remember it now. I should have asked you this earlier. What's the name of the of the the section leader? The guy who it's like they that's that is a smart. Oh, I was never section is, leader guy. Dude, you're right. But you're like I, the was, fact, I never did that. The fact that you need to talk to the to, teacher but, and report in every day, they automatically automatically going to know your name. Then they're going through their list at the yeah. end of the semester, trying to trying to decide on who contributed in class or not they go down they see commish and they're like oh that kid talked to me every day i don't really remember what it was about so i'll give him full participation when in reality all you did was report in with a half-assed salute and say uh all present ready to learn or whatever it was yeah so that's that's a huge one i don't know why i don't i feel like that was why my gpa could i feel like your gpa if you were the section leader in every single class you could raise your GPA by point two easily. We'll say. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, depending on how low it is, it's it's like one of those sliding scale things. Like if you roll in with like a two point maybe your teacher will bump you up enough. But if you're like in the three eight range, I'm not gonna just four zero you because Dep- you're. A depends if you committed or non committed to the honor code too. So <laughs> yeah, depending <laughs> on the CSP will change. All right, cool. So that's spoken like a true cadet. Uh, last thing we're gonna do is minutes. So you guys know what the deal is.
Arch, please hit them with the uniform of the day and discuss what some of the new options are in terms of uniform of the day. Uniform of the day is anything you can find on fastneedblowaverage.bigcartel.com. I spoke about it, about it a little bit last week. We have some new stuff up there. I'm really excited about the Mitchell Hall Booze Staff uh, Blue Trucker Hat. Uh, it's one of the first products we came out with almost a year ago now, and uh, it's back. So I think it's an awesome hat. Um, you know, it's kind of kind of exclusive to Academy people like a lot of our stuff is, but it's pretty funny. And then uh, keep a lookout for stickers and things like that. We're uh, trying to get a few other things rolling. Yeah. The other thing I did want to mention about the, uh, about the website is that if you go on, especially on mobile, um, it's going to show up with featured products. And that's not all we have. Make sure you go onto the drop-down bar and click and click on all products because um, we did have some people who did not, who were not able to see uh, some of the shirts and stuff, and they were like kind of worried that uh, we weren't selling hats anymore. No, everything that you see, uh, we're still selling. If not, uh, better safe than sorry. Just ask us about it, and we'll be able to, to help you out. So, uh, other than that, the only announcements that we have is now that the Navy game is over, we are looking directly to Army West Point. We are once again having. Oh, thanks to everybody. Uh, we heard that it was a. A rousing success at HAPS during FNBA night last Thursday. If you're an underclassman, sorry you couldn't go. Um, and yeah, to everybody else, we are now going to be still having the Thirsty Parrot Party on November 3rd in sponsorship, in con- whatever the word is, in sponsorship with them, I guess, um, partnership. And it's going to be a fun time. We have our own DJ. We're going to be giving away lots of exclusive stuff that we are never going to make or give away again. Drink, spe- drink specials and deals. It's going to be a really great time. Uh, then the next day, November 4th, we are having a Bud Light tailgate, tons of free Bud Light for absolutely every single person who comes over, except for the cadets, um, unless they want some. So if you're a cadet, please come over to the tailgate and we will not give you any beer. Wink, we're going to give you some beer, but we're not going to. So Don't think about it. That's all we really have on that. Um, let's regroup after this loss. Go Air Force, beat Army. See ya. So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. 